Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, we're back on today. Today, I'm talking to Mariah from Micah. I, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you may know her. She was a contestant on The Voice that um, I watch all the time. Uh, I appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Where are you? Where are you at? What, what state are you in right now? I am in upstate New York. So obviously, you guys are still locked down as we are here oh, yeah. in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Not much How? of anything going on here. <laughs> yes, the only thing open down here are grocery stores and yeah. um, Walmarts and Targets, if you have exactly. those. Same yeah, thing for you guys. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's the same for us. Just, uh, you know, only like if you want food, you know, the curbside pickup and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. how, ha how has this all kind of derailed your plans or... or put them on hold a little bit um i mean it's it's canceled everything everything is canceled um shows i had a tour i was supposed to go on uh the 1987 tour with michael sweet of striper and tony harnell from tnt um and that tour got postponed until september and you know to be honest truthfully i don't even know if it'll be carrying on and it, it's rescheduled for september but with with how this has been going i have no idea if it'll even be you know done by september so yeah um, you know that's kind of how it affected everything and i'm sure as every artist you know it, it's just canceled everything but it's particularly hard for the rockers because we you know our livelihood is live shows basically uh so it's been a little tough but you know, I've been finding ways, things to, you know, make it work and I've been doing live streams and, and song requests for people. So it's been a lot of fun and, and a lot of interviews, you know, like this. Uh, it's good to have face to face interviews and not just on the phone. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I, you know, thank God for uh, seeing yeah. somebody and being able to talk to somebody every day. Right. That's been, that's been yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, can we can we go back and can you tell me how you got involved in music? Yeah. Um, so, like from the start? Yeah. 
so music i mean music has always been a part of of me i ever since i was little my parents always had music uh going on around me my parents would always like you know like those little baby swings that the babies fall asleep they like can like rock back and forth in and i would uh my parents would put me in that but i would never fall asleep unless they would put these headphones over my head and it would be guitar by the sea or flute by the sea or whatever it was called. And that's the only way that I would ever go to bed. So, you know, since I was a baby, there was something that was special about music to me. But as I got a little bit older, you know, my dad always raised me around uh, 80s music and, um, you know, some of the classics, obviously like Heart and uh, Zeppelin and all that stuff. But he would always have 80s pop-up videos or that metal show or metal mania um you know what what else head headbangers ball was that the show that, that, it was that was one yep yeah 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 one of those he would always have um you know the music choice on demand for like the the classics and stuff so i just remember seeing the guitar players and i was just like man like that's so cool i love how that sounds and i want to be able to play that and I don't want to be those guys and so I asked for a guitar when I was five or six and my Nana got me one of those $20 guitars from like Target with the built-in speaker from it you just battery operated just flick the switch on or off um, and yeah I just locked myself in my room and would try and learn one new Aerosmith song a day um, and so that's how I got involved in, in music. I, I never, there was never really a moment where I was like, hey, I wanna be a musician. It just kind of happened. It just, it picked me, if that makes any sense. Now, Mariah, how, how old are you right now? I'm 19. So my daughter is 17. Oh, okay. There's no way she's into rock and roll. Like, <laughs> so it's pretty cool to see somebody, some, somebody younger, um, who really enjoys, you know, Aerosmith and, and people like that. Yeah. I mean, I, geez, I, I like old school rap music and she wouldn't know who Eric B and Rakim are. If I, if, when I play yeah. the songs, it's a, it's a shame. So mm-hmm. was that all influenced by your dad? Yeah, it was all, it was all my dad. Um, I, I just, he, he always, you know, he's a rock guy obviously. And so he always raised me around rock and it's just what I gravitated toward. It's, it's just always a part of me. And, you know, I love all types of music, honestly. I love rap as well. I, I mean, not not like the mainstream rap that's right now, but I, I love rap um, and, I, and I love hip hop and I love pop, you know, some pop artists. I One of my favorite artists of all time and biggest inspirations is Lady Gaga. So I love all music, but rock and metal were always, you know, my heart. It was always, what I went back to. When, when did you start writing music? Um, I wrote my first song when I was 11, actually. <laughs> so, um, yeah, probably around 11 is when I started actually like really trying to, to write music. Uh, how, did you know right away you were good? Like, um, cause you were not necessarily, I like, I, I knew, I guess, Based, like I could, I noticed the reactions of people around me whenever they would hear me sing or, or play guitar or whatever. But you know, I was like nine or ten 
when I was, I mean, I knew I was a good guitar player by the time I was like nine or 10, because I'd been playing for five years at that point. Um, so I knew I was, you know, good. Like I could get through a song. I wasn't like anything special on guitar, uh, <clears throat> but I could play, you know, every Aerosmith album and whatever. So I was like, all right, yeah, guitar. That was my thing for a while. Um, and then around nine or 10, I started singing and with singing, I had no idea that I was good because I didn't know what a good voice was. I don't know. I just kind of would sing to myself. And so I guess the way that I found out that I was good was seeing all of the other people's reactions around me. No, absolutely. I would, I would think that, yeah. you know, your, your parents would be like, holy mackerel, you know, yeah. she's got something going on because you just said you wrote your first song at 11, but you, the, the voice was, you were 16, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty, that's pretty quick. Could you, could you take me, um, how did you decide to try out for, for the voice? Um, yeah. So with the voice, it was very, it was very out of, out of the blue because I was not, you know, as a rocker girl, I was not for those shows. I was not really, I, well, not even just a rocker, like in general, just as a music fan, I just kind of was like, well, it's a TV show. It's not about the contestants anyways, you know? And cause it is a reality TV show no matter what. And it's always going to be a TV show. Um, so I just was kind of iffy about that. But what happened was I got this email from somebody and they were like, Hey, I'm a talent scout for the voice. And I noticed one of your videos on YouTube and, uh, we want to give you a private audition. We want you to try out. And when my dad told me that, I thought it was a joke. I was like, dad, like, I was like, that doesn't happen. Like, stop. It's not funny. And he's like, no, I'm serious. You don't understand. And I was like, I mean, it was news to me. I, did, I had no idea about talent scouts or people that, you know, scouted for TV shows. So I said, no, not, not to them, but I said no initially. And then after thinking about it for a little bit, I was like, wait a minute, it would be so dumb if I'm, you know, I'm 16 years old. I love music. It's what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I'm like, how dumb would it be if I didn't take that opportunity? Just cause, you know, take every opportunity that comes out your way. And that's a huge opportunity. So I just figured I'd do it. And I, you know, it ended up being life changing. What's that feeling when I'm sure you've been asked this before when all those chairs turn around, because just watching it, it's, you, you know, we can feel that feeling. Um, I mean, when all the initially when all the chairs turned around, I didn't actually know because I had my eyes closed when I was singing. Um, I, I was just feeling the music, so I had my eyes closed most of the time. So I knew that Miley was turned around. So at that point, I was like, "All right, good. At least I'm safe. Like I'm not going home." <laughs> um, and then I had my eyes closed, and by the end of the song, I opened my eyes, and everybody was turned around, and I was just like, "Holy crap!" Like I wasn't. Cause you know, you go in there hoping that people will turn for you, but it's never an assumption cause you don't know. Uh, and so it was a very, very humbling euphoric moment. Cause I just was so grateful that each one of those coaches were like, I want this girl. It was, it was such a, a feeling of fullness and happiness. What was the whole experience like the, the, the whole time that you were, you were there? For you. Honestly, honestly, it was amazing. It really, really was. I met lifelong friends. I met my best friend on that show, who is still my best friend, actually. Um, and I've met people that have, you know, changed my 
view on life for the better. One of my friends, Janice Freeman, who unfortunately passed away last year, but she was um, a part of Team Miley and we became very close. Um, and I learned a lot of, you know, I gained a lot of confidence from it because before I went on that show, I was the shyest, most timid person. Like I, I, I was the shyest kid. I never said anything. I would feel awkward having conversations with people. Um, I just, I was so quiet. And I mean, and it, it showed on the voice too. I was pretty timid uh, most of the time, but it really just helped me grow into who I was as a, who I am as a person. And as far as like the experience while you're there, it's great. You're treated great by, by the crew and the show and you feel like you're cared about and you know it's it's just it's it's fun it's a lot of fun it really really is what were some misconceptions you had before you went on there about those kind of shows that that you were you were wrong um i don't know i i honestly like i don't know if i had any I mean, it was kind of exactly how I thought it would be, but the only thing I was still just a little bit worried because I was a rock person. So I wasn't sure if, cause you know, rock isn't exactly, it's not mainstream right now, you know, and it hasn't been for a while, for a mm -hmm. long time. but so I, that was the only thing I think that I was a little on the, on the fence about, but everything else, I was just kind of like, you know, I'd never had that experience. So I, I didn't have any formed opinions or judgments that were, you know, about, about that. It was just more kind of nervousness and on the edge, like, Oh, I don't know about this, you know? So you just said you were shy, which, um, you know, I hear that a lot from, from, uh, entertainers, uh, but you have to put yourself out there. You're putting right. yourself out there on social media. Now you put yourself right. out there on TV. Um, how do you deal with, plus as you're growing up, you were 16, you're still young. How do you put yourself out there while you're still learning who you are and dealing with, um, you know, there's some crazy people out there who are troll, right? Trolls and you get crazy <laughs> comments and how do you deal with all that? Um, well, I mean, I, I, I kind of just look at it as I'm, I'm putting myself out there, obviously also for other people, not just for me. Um, a lot of my motivation has been to help people, particularly young kids that are around my age. Um, you know, cause I've had ongoing struggles for pretty much all of my young life with mental health and mental illness and, you know, just, uh, a lot of things that people don't expect young kids to go through. Um, and I think it can be really frustrating for young kids to hear that all the time. You know, like people think that they don't, I, I don't know. People think that they, they don't, maybe they think that they don't go through things cause they're not old enough yet or they don't, you know what I mean? So I want to be a voice for those, for those kids. I mean, for anybody really, but mainly for the kids, uh, and so that kind of helps me put myself out there more than anything, I guess. Um, but as far as like comments and trolls, I kind of am like, 
there are a couple things that I get annoyed about, obviously, because if somebody just says something that's completely untrue, like I've had a, a few people say that the Barracuda video is lip synced. So I'm just like, you know, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I don't care. Like you're, you're one person. Uh, it's, it's kind of embarrassing that you think that your opinion is like relevant in my life. <laughs> um, so I guess that that's my kind of view on trolls and, and people that have negative comments, but I mean, putting yourself out there also opens for a lot of positivity too. So it's, it's been, you know, difficult putting myself out there, but I think that the overall payback is much more positive and outweighs the negatives. I'm glad you brought that up. So, um, you know, I, we talk a lot about um, anxiety and depression mm -hmm. And, and things like that, and um, which I have, not depression, I have anxiety, pan, you know, panic attacks here and there. Um, the best thing for me is realizing that a lot of other people have the same problems. Mm -hmm. So we did a video, I don't know, maybe a year ago, and so many emails that, hey, I have that same problem, I have mm -hmm. this problem, I have that problem. So right. we were talking before we went live here about for you, I, I, I watch you on Instagram live all the time. And I love to see that, um, just that raw video of you singing or other artists singing. And I think that's helped out a lot of people through this, you know, you're locked in your house. This has definitely caused right. more anxiety and more, more right. depression for people. So mm -hmm. I'm sure that you've helped a ton of people out by doing that. Yeah. Thank you. And I, that is also one of the reasons that I've been loving going on you know, the live streams during this quarantine is because I, you know, I know it. And I'm sure as you know, it, it is, it's just, this is the worst thing for people that struggle with mental health. Even if you actually don't have any, you know, struggles with mental health, it's still not good for your mental health. Um, so I think that, and I was really surprised with the amount of messages and dms afterwards of people being like mariah you have no idea how much your live streams you know brighten up my day and you know they make me feel so much better i was feeling really low today or it was just such a slow day because you know everyone's you know people that are still blessed enough to have their jobs they're working from home it's slow it's boring it's tiring so you know that also was just the best thing that I could hear because you know and then it keeps me going <laughs> in return so it's just we all help each other you know through this time has it been good to be able to keep in touch with with your with your fans and oh, while yeah. this is all going on definitely oh yeah yeah because it you know because a lot of artists I think right now not artists obviously not artists that are huge or that already have a huge fan base established and you know they're they're gonna have their fans but i think that a lot of the artists that are kind of you know still emerging and are new and you know are kind of more on the down low like myself i think that it's very hard for us because we might think great i don't have any live shows are people gonna forget about me you know is this is it gonna be you know is this gonna hurt my career really badly and so when I do go on live stream and I do go on social media, I'm surprised because, you know, this is the most, th this is, well, I guess I'm not super surprised because everybody's on social media now because they don't have anything to do. But 
I was just surprised because this is, you know, the, a lot of activity that I've gotten. It's the most I've gotten in, a, in maybe the last year or so. I'm like, holy crap, we're all in quarantine and I'm not even out playing live shows. And I'm, you know, so it gave me some confidence, you know, that I can still remain true and relevant and, you know, an active part of people's lives in the music industry, even if it's from my home, you know. Yeah, and then move back into normalcy once we get out of here and then you've built, you've right. built this all up. That's a good thing. Definitely. Right. Exactly. How have you been able to collaborate? You know, I saw um, you have a couple different videos or um, live streams with, um, mm -hmm. and I apologize, I don't know their names, but the, the young woman mm -hmm. playing the drums who's awesome. And yeah, then, some, awesome. right, right. That got a lot of comments on our end. How do, how do you collaborate when you guys aren't together and find somebody? Well, it's, I mean, I knew, I I knew, so these are actually two members that I, I am in a band with. So oh, I, cool. uh, I already knew, you know, uh, Deb is my, Deb Headley, who's the girl that I did my immortal with. She's my keyboard player. And uh, Brooke C, who's the girl that played the drums. She's, you know, we're starting a new project and she's the drummer and she, she's just awesome. You know, she's, she literally just turned 17 and, and she <laughs> plays like that. And I'm just like, you know, that's stupid. Like that's, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, she's just crazy talented people. Um, and, you know, she's got the attention of so many of the drummers in, in big rock bands now today. And so, you know, she's just, she's just awesome. Um, but yeah, we were like, you know, why don't we put out a cover in a collab? Because people have been mentioning us working together and we kind of had behind the scenes, but we hadn't put anything out yet. So nobody knew. And, uh, you know, well, I also think that that's one of the reasons why it blew up so much is because people were wanted us to do stuff together and we'd never hinted at it before. Um, and so I think that that was a big shocker to people that were already following us, but yeah, you know, we, I just wanted to, it was, it's the perfect time to put out covers now because, you know, we have all the time on our hands. People are online looking for stuff like that. I am, I, at least I know I am. So we just thought it was the perfect time. So we, we figured, you know, uh, a way through Pro Tools to do it and, and we did it. <laughs> and that's amazing. I mean, she plays the drums so effortlessly um, and amazingly. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Awesome. So what can we look forward to uh, moving forward with, with some of your new music? Yeah. So I, you know, I'm aiming to put out at least one single every, you know, four or five months. Um, so there's definitely going to be new music coming out continuously. Um, but really I'm trying to find, you know, my one unique different sound like i'm trying to find my sound as an artist and as this new band project that i form we're going to be trying to find our sound you know as a group and so i guess people can just expect that is um you know a continuous evolution of sound and uh stuff like i mean i'm still going to be me obviously but you know everyone's got to find their sound that puts them in a whole other different ball game where it's like, Oh, that's their niche. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's their thing. So that's kind of what I've been doing lately with my music, but people can definitely expect 
regular music, you know, on a, on a regular basis for me. Do, do you have people, um, I don't know this, in the music business who try to steer you into, hey, you got to sound like this, or you have to look like that. Um, how do you keep true to yourself? Um, I used to. I got, I mean, honestly, it's just, I think keeping true to yourself is more of like, you know, an experience thing. It's kind of like the more experience you have in the industry, the more you realize, hey, you know what? Nothing ever comes, nothing good ever comes out of trying to be somebody that you're not. Um, I mean, I know for me, every single, you know, not that I've tried it a lot, but there was a phase that I had for maybe a year where I tried to do a little bit more of a mainstream thing. And it was just not, I don't even look like a pop. Like, I just look like a rocker. Like, I don't, my style is rock. I don't, you know, I don't talk like a pop star. I don't, I don't look, like I said, I don't look like one. I don't have any, you know what I mean? I'm just too real and too raw for that. And people could see that. So I think that the, the way that I stay true to myself is, I mean, first of all, it's just me. I just, you can't, you can't. It's just hard to be somebody that you're not, for me personally. Um, and also, I keep reminding myself, you know what? People can see right through it, though. You know? And people don't like that. People don't like fake. Um, and so, and then I know that that's one of the main things that, that my fans say to me that they love is the genuineness and the rawness and the realness. And, you know, it's because I choose to just be myself. And... Yeah, I have had people be like, you know, you should really do this or you should really start to look like this or, you know, you really got to slim down or just stuff like that, you know? So, I, like I said, I think it's just more of an experience thing and a confidence thing. And as you build your confidence and you have more of a, an idea of who you are, more of a sense of self as you get older, it just becomes easier to be who you are. One hundred percent, and that's why, again, why I love those live uh, videos, live videos, live streaming. You can see that you're real, or anybody else who's on there, you can see if they're real or not. Um, right. How how can we support the people we like right now while we're all locked in the house? We, we obviously can't go and pay to go see you at right. a show. How can right. we how can we support you and your music and everything that you're doing? You know, I I really appreciate that question. Um, you know, it's, as you know, it's a hard time for all of us right now, I guess, you know, not, not even just in the music industry, but I guess from my position in the music industry, what would be really helpful right now, I know for me is, you know, just the continuous support and being engaged in the live streams, you know, and, and, you know, receiving what we put out and, keep giving us that fire to keep going, uh, you know, cause we're struggling right now too. I not just, I'm not just talking about financially or with your career, like, like personally, it's hard for us too. Cause you know, we want to be able to put stuff out for our fans and have our fans be receptive. Um, and you know, it would be really, really helpful if people, you know, would donate even just, you know, a dollar if we have, you know, virtual tip jars, for our live streams or, um, you know, I know for myself, I did this thing where I, cause a lot of people were doing record, were 
putting down requests in the comments of my live streams. And I felt bad because I didn't know a lot of the songs that they were requesting. And so I said, you know what? Hey, I will learn all of your requests, just 25 bucks and I will learn all your requests. I will put together a personal video customized for you. Oh, cool. And I'll send it, you know, and I'll send it to you. Uh, all I was asked for was 25 bucks and just stuff like that. The people that were so willing to help, I think is what's really going to be helpful with us, you know? Uh, so any little thing, if, if people feel compelled to donate or to just, you know, buy our music on, on iTunes, um, you know, stream our music, comment, you know, you can just be share. Nice. Definitely. Yeah. Like share, and share. share. That's a big thing. You know, like comment, share, just, just keeping the momentum going, I think, is what is going to be the best for people like myself right now. Ha has anything surprised you about the music business? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, okay, I think what surprised me, I don't know why it surprised me, but I think what surprised me is the amount of people that are just so not real I, I think that that surprised me it only surprised me because i'm just always so used to being like well what you know what what's the big deal with being yourself or being an open book obviously not like super personal but i just mean you know personality wise just throwing yourself out there you know like i i, I never understood that and I guess for me, it was just hard for me to understand why people were so not genuine and, you know, and, and it, it, it surprised, I also don't know why this surprised me, but it did. Um, it's just the amount of backstabbing that goes on. I think that that really surprised me because I just, like I said, no, you know, nobody, it's always going to be shocking if you're stabbed in the back. Um, it's always going to be shocking, even if you expect it, you know? So I think that those things really, really surprised me. And it, and I guess it really also surprised me how, like, how good people are at, at being cons. Like, people know. How, if you're in a desperate place and you don't really know what to do and you don't know what you're doing like it is so easy there are people out there that know exactly what to say when to say it and then they'd be like you know like for example like they could be like yeah i can really help you i've done this this x y and z whatever and you know all i'm asking for is you know ten thousand dollars and i can really help you and make your and you know what the next thing you know is they drain you dry and you don't have any money and you're not anywhere in your career and I think that that also surprised me too, is just, just really the dirtiness of a lot of the things that happen, you know? Yeah. Um, and also what surprised me was, I, and I have no idea why these things are surprising me because these are things that are constantly talked about, but I guess until you experience it, well, when you experience it for the first time, it's always a little bit shocking, like I said before. Um, and the other thing that, uh, surprised me a little bit was what else? Oh, there was something else I was going to say. Shoot. <laughs> that was a good one. What was it? 
Well, I mean, and this happens in, you know, for, for, um, models and, um, uh, yeah, my, actors. Anybody, in the, anybody in the entertainment industry, it's just, there's, it's just, there's sharks out there. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just dirty. And I don't know. Th those are the things that I guess I was, Oh, here's the other thing that surprised me and that I have no idea why I was surprised about was the amount of work that the artists actually have to do now versus back in the day when, you know, a lab a record label saw you and they were like, you know, hey, you're so talented. All we need is just a couple good songs. You know, we'll put the money in to advertise, to get, you know, some traction, get you on a couple festivals, you know, and you'll be there in no time. Um, and so it really was like a team effort and they really did help artists. Now it's kind of like, you know, you're really good, you're super talented, but, you know, you don't, your following on Instagram doesn't tell us that you can make us money. You know what I mean? So now it's like, you got to build yourself, get a hundred thousand followers, get a couple good songs and then be like, Hey, you know, now am I worth your time and money? Cause I have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? It's just also materialistic now. And so I think that surprised me a little bit. Cause and I think a lot of it's my age too. I think when you're, when you're 16, you know, or, or 14, even I was, you know, I had labels and I was in contact with some labels when I was like 14, which I'm glad I never, ever had anything happen with that because I just think that 14 or even 16 is just way too young. It's just way too young to be in the music industry and signed to a label. It's just, it's just too much. Um, Who, so, who's, who's helping you through all this? Your family? Yeah, my family, my dad is basically my manager and nice. he's really been helping me a lot. Um, and, and, you know, there are a lot of really helpful, we have a lot of helpful people in LA and people that are, you know, in the industry that have just really been supportive and have done what they can to, to really, really help and, you know, get my name out there. So yeah, but I, but I think a lot of it is my, is my family mostly, you know, they have helped. They've, you know, my parents have raised me to be very, very level-headed and, and humble. And I think that that is a huge factor in how far I've gotten. Um, so yeah, it really, really is just a team effort. And, and God, for me personally, I know it's not for everyone, but for me, uh, God has got me to this point and helped me through to this point. Nice. Well, hopefully you get everything that you want and deserve. Thank Thank um, on a positive note, what, what do you, uh, what, no music, what, what do you like to do? Well, like free time. Yeah. We um, have free time now, but yeah. Um, well, ever since I was little, my first passion, even before music, um, was fishing. So I love fishing. Um, I love the outdoors. I love hiking. Um, I love going out and looking for snakes and I, and I catch different snakes and take pictures with them in the summer. Um, and I, yeah, I'm just a geek when it comes to nature and, and fishing. Um, 
Do you take self, also, do you take selfies with snakes? <laughs> so you take I do. I do. Yeah. I because I love uh, reptiles. I actually own several reptiles. I own snakes and lizards and stuff. Um, and so that's my one of my huge, huge. I mean, they, they call it a hobby, but it's is reptiles. I love reptiles. They've always been a passion of mine ever since I was little. Um, and so I'm always just preoccupied with, with them. <laughs> awesome. Well, nobody's ever told me that before. That's, that's a yeah. good answer. It's definitely not a, a common thing. I don't think. <laughs> um, last question. Well, actually two more questions. Uh, you get up in the morning. What, what's the perfect day to you? Like what would be your, your most like perfect day? Okay. My most perfect day. Let's see. Uh, I have to be in Florida or somewhere tropical. So there's perfect warmth, humidity. Uh, that'd be a perfect day for me. I would get up, get a Starbucks coffee, <laughs> um, get my stuff together, go fishing, fish for several hours, uh, go back, um, take care of my animals, my snakes, my reptiles. Um, maybe play a couple songs on my acoustic guitar and go for a hike. <laughs> that would be my idea of an absolutely perfect, peaceful, tranquility day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking to Mariah for Micah again, and you can see her, her web address at the bottom of the screen right there. Um, where can we find you? And when would you be, when are you going to go live again? So actually I'm going to be going live tonight. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to be going live tonight um, at 6, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time. Um, so I'm going to be live. I'll, I'll be doing a couple songs and then just, you know, doing a Q&A or whatever. Um, and... Yeah, you guys can find me on any so all social media platforms. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. Um, what's the other one? Facebook. <laughs> uh, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Um, all that good stuff. Um, and it's all under the same handle. It's just Mariah Formiga. Um, same as my website. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mariah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. No, absolutely. Good luck with everything. And we'll talk Thank to you. you. Talk to you soon. Yeah, totally. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you're looking for social media content for your contracting business, painting contractors, carpenters, electricians, any type of contractor, please check us out on Instagram at Amato Media or check us out on LinkedIn. We can definitely help you all out. So have a great day.